did you know we have an ebook? Introducing the Zero Waste Beginner's Guide, an ebook that will help you not only reduce your waste, but declutter your life so you can focus on what truly matters to you. Packed full of our best tips and tricks in bulk and secondhand shopping, home decor, and to top it off, amazing low waste recipes. For just $25, you'll find endless inspiration to start reducing your waste today. The best part is, since it's a digital book, you'll always have it with you. It's a great way to get tips and change your habits on the go. Visit notrashtalk.com slash ebook to purchase. Welcome to No Trash Talk. I'm Katie. And I'm Liv. And this episode is all about sex, baby. I was hoping you would do that. I was like, we have to work a song or something in somewhere. Were you thinking that exact song? Yes, because that's, I think, I think I did that in my podcast about sex. Really? Oh, that's so funny. It's like one mind. Yeah. So, full disclosure, people, we have wanted to do this episode since day one. It was on our list, yeah. It was it's in like the podcast description and we still haven't done an episode on it yet. So not only was it time, well, to be honest, we probably were going to wait a few more months, but like you guys need some, you know, comedy. <laughs> we're and in quarantine right now with our significant others. We need some help. <laughs> or you're in quarantine alone and you need a new vibrator to keep you going. Oh, and I'm, I'm going to tell you so all excited. the sustainable ones. Yay. I'm so excited. I'm really excited too. I had so much fun doing research for this episode. And yeah, like. <laughs> <That sounds funny. laughs> so much fun doing research. I had a lot of feels during the research. <laughs> okay, but before we get into zero waste sex, we have some updates. Yay! Okay, so the first update, it's kind of a serious update. Well, it's, you know, it's serious coupled with exciting news. Okay, so as you guys know, we are doing another big 80% discount on our ebook for Earth Day. So that means $5 on April 22nd. April 22nd. But we decided amid this whole COVID things, we wanted to do something to give back. So we are going to donate 50% of our proceeds to a charity. So we went through a big list of charities and, um, you know, there's stuff for seniors or stuff for people on the front line. And I feel like those kind of, which is extremely important. I'm so glad there's organizations to donate to those causes, but I hadn't heard much about kids, teens, families. So I had heard a few times about Kids Help Phone just being like through the roof busy with so many more increase. In fact, Kids Help Phone is has a thirty three percent increase right now in calls, um, and twenty percent of their service requests are related to suicide. So we really want to keep this charity um, going, and it's so important. And I just want kids and teens to have a place to call because they're in quarantine, they're stressed, they have anxiety, they're with their family, they don't know what to do, they're, they're scared. So that's what we've decided. And I also want to add, so my sister volunteers for the kids help phone crisis text line, which is a like text based part. Like you don't have to talk to anyone. It's like all texting um so she volunteers for them and she does shifts and like talks to anyone who texts the line basically and it's such amazing service it's free obviously same with kids help phone but um yeah they need funding now more than ever to just keep it running so exactly so that's what we've decided to do so you know if you're looking for more of a reason to get our ebook again five dollars one day only um 50% 50% will go right directly to kids help them. And if so, you already have the great. ebook, buy it for someone else. That's a great idea. What a great little gift for someone. Earth Day gift. <laughs> Earth <thing>. Day gift. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so <laughs> moving on to the topic of the day. Actually, no, we have a couple of our updates. Oh. Um, oh, I wanted to tell you about my oil pulling. Oh, yeah. Okay, guys. If you listened to last week's episode, Liv and I talked about oil pulling, and I was like, Liv, it is disgusting. I wanted to gag, and you're like, Katie, keep going. Yeah. So, I have done it every day except for two days since the episode, and my teeth feel whiter. I know. Your teeth look really, like, bright. I know. It's crazy. I swear. 
I know. I think that's it. I thought I was crazy when I started noticing that too, but then I said it in the podcast and like thinking back, I definitely remember being like, oh, literally after like a couple days, I was like, my teeth feel whiter. Yes. And I so know what you mean. So, okay. So for people who haven't done it or they've tried it, the first couple seconds, it's like kind of gross, but like you kind of get over it once you do it like a few times and yeah. then the taste actually becomes like kind of like nice. Like while you're yeah. swishing it around, you're like, oh, coconut. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean yes no I know it never really bothered me but also mm. if people really don't like the taste you can get um refined coconut oil which doesn't have a flavor at all oh I didn't know that yeah um yeah so anyway for anyone who doesn't like the flavor of coconut because I know there are people out there um yeah just get refined but anyway it's yeah. amazing yeah I really really do like it so like exactly like Liv said you just take like I guess like a teaspoon, maybe like between a teaspoon and a tablespoon, put it on your mouth. It'll take like 10 seconds to melt and then just start swishing. Get the spit in there, get the saliva going and just like swish around for like 10 minutes or something. Oh, easy peasy. Katie was texting me like every day being like oil pulling again. And I was like, same. <laughs> oh, so great. Weird. Okay. So you were, I'm so glad you I were started doing, doing it too. too. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's keep going. Yeah. We're going to have like the whitest teeth. The whitest. Who well, needs? You guys were. So oh, I was gonna say, like, do you remember my catastrophe when I had yellow teeth from making my own toothpaste with turmeric? <laughs> That's like the big zero waste fail of the podcast. <laughs> I know that my yeah, it was disaster. Okay, so. That's great. So you guys, oil pull, it's cool. Maybe I'll add it to the blog as five of yes. one of my things. Yep. Okay, so speaking of blogs, I will update that. But I, as promised, I did create a blog on nine things to do with a used bamboo toothbrush. And I'm really proud of this blog. Yay. So go check it out. Our blogs are so good. Like every time I read them, I'm like, Katie's just so good at blogging. Damn. I was kind of made for it, I think. I think so. <laughs> like fast-paced writing. Yeah. You know? The last update is that we're working on some merch for you guys. Um, we'll update more as we know, you know, details and stuff. Right now, a lot of the factories and stuff are shut down. And so the, like, exact kind of brand and, like, place that we want to source it from isn't running right now. So we're working on an alternative until that gets back up and running. But we'll keep you posted. Yes. So excited. Yes. We will definitely keep you posted. We wanted to do merch for a long time. Yeah. Eee! Um, okay, great. Are we and doing classy will... and trashy? Oh my god, I'm so crazy. <laughs> of course we're doing classy and trashy. Like, yeah, cue the music. Okay. <laughs> okay, Liv, um, I'm... tell me about your trashiness this week, or and your classiness, of course. Okay. So my trashiness is just that we have been getting pretty much every week since quarantine started deliveries from Real Fake Meats. So every Saturday they do like a vegan meat and cheese delivery. And for a while before this whole thing happened, they were getting more zero waste and you're, you were able to like bring your own containers and stuff. But now basically it's like you order a bag from them and everything comes in plastic because it has to be like sanitary and all that. So we want to support them, but it is just, you know, it's trashier. Yeah. What can yeah, you do? Yeah, fair enough. You know, what you gonna do? Yeah. So that's that. But my classy yeah. moment was that I made homemade um, strawberry lemonade. Um, That sounds amazing. I know. it. So I had a bunch of lemons and like a bunch of strawberries that my dad got for me and dropped off on my doorstep. And so I made, I like looked up a recipe on how to make like simple syrup and I made like it was like juice the lemons, blend the strawberries, add the simple syrup. And I was like, boom, boom, boom. And I just like used up all this produce and it was so good. And I was like, oh I'm just magic, like amazing. That sounds so yummy, especially coming into like, like springy summer weather. It's like- Yesterday when it was hot, I was like in full summer mode. Yesterday was gorgeous. I know. Best day ever. And then today was like snowing. Like- I know. <laughs> okay. Well, those are great. Yeah. Um, okay, my trashy moment this week is that, yeah, I used gross Trojan condoms this week, and they <laughs> aren't great, and I don't know what more, more to say about it, so we're just going to move on, but yeah, like, I've been that trashy for my whole life. Yeah, so. that's been kind of like a continuous trashy moment for us throughout this whole thing that we've never talked, 
like touched on. I know, which is crazy because I didn't even think of it. I know. And because so one of like spokespeople for living out of mason jar trash people is the trash is for tosses girl. And I was reading an article that she did all about zero waste sex. And she was like, yeah, like I don't put my used condoms in this jar. That is disgusting. But I do produce that trash. It's just, you're not going to see it in there. So, you know, she's doing it. And before actually I forget condoms are, are made from rubber trees. Obviously like it's like rubber latex or whatever. But that does not mean they go in the compost. So some people will say they're biodegradable, they're compostable, but they aren't. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay, so that's my trashy moment. Um, Okay, Liv, my classy moment. I think I'm going to go on a rant for a second. Really? Okay. Well, I had a bit of an epiphany. Ooh. Well, kind of. So I started, okay, do you remember a few weeks, or it was like a month ago, I was like, Liv, I germinated a bunch of apple seeds. Do you want any? And you were like, uh, I don't really have like a yard for yeah. apple trees. And I was like, yeah, I don't really eat it, but I'm going to do it anyways. But then it got me thinking like, oh, our planet needs so much food. So even if I, say I plant a couple apple trees in my yard, I run out of room. Why does that mean I can't be, easily germinating apple trees and then just planting them like on the side of the road or like anywhere like why am I not planting food based on the food I have that's just going in the compost and I can create so much more food just wherever like I love the idea of going for a walk with my dog and being hungry and just pulling an apple off of an apple tree like I don't know like why it's just gonna be thinking like why are people doing that I don't know I don't know because there's no one there to like take care of them I guess but but do they need to be because there are a ton of like random crab apple trees in yeah. my yard and like even if people don't take care of them or they're like get worms or whatever at least it's food for animals and deer right. and anyways it just made me realize that I want to keep germinating seeds and then planting them in the soil just to see if things grow around you know my community that's so cute okay <laughs> that was classy versus classy yay okay cool so before I get into this episode, I have a PSA, which is just practice safe sex. We are going to talk about a lot of, you know, different ways to have sex and more sustainably. But in the end, just use condoms if you're sleeping with someone that you don't know. Use birth control if you really don't want a baby. In the end, even if you don't use any of these methods, be like a baby in the long run is going to be more trashy than like <laughs> using the Trojan condoms. So like, here's the thing: you just you know be safe yeah like take this with a grain of salt it's kind of meant to be fun slash informative but definitely don't prioritize not making a little bit of waste over like getting pregnant if you don't want to be yeah exactly because if you do get pregnant on like one of the condoms we suggest don't come at us (laughs) true we're not responsible yeah (laughs) not full what's it called like we are not responsible like we are signing a contract like (laughs) okay so that was just a little psa okay i couldn't find too many stats but i just wanted to say that there are 450 million condoms sold in the united states each year all of those end up in trash obviously um and by far the most popular brand is trojan which is not sustainably sourced like other environmentally conscious brands so i will get into that but i just want to throw that little statistic out there okay so i've divided this up into a few categories toys lingerie protection birth control lube and then other (laughs) i'm so excited for the other (laughs) yeah you know miscellaneous I told you about the other the other day. Okay. Toys. Liz, do you use toys? I do. And I'm ahead of the game because mine's always been, like, I've always used rechargeable. That is honestly crazy to me. Really? You must have got into it late in the game. Like, I didn't know those were a thing when I started using them. Yeah, it was definitely just, like, a couple years ago. Not, like, a long, long time ago. Yeah. Okay. So have you used, you had the same one that you got the first time? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't know if I should, like, the first toy I got was just, like, I was at, like, a bachelorette or something. It was just, like, one of those, like, massive purple dildos. <laughs> <laughs> it was called the Butterfly. It was, like, $100. And it took, like, four batteries. It was crazy. Wow. But 
then obviously I made the move to like the little yeah little vibrator yeah like the stimulator or whatever um but yeah like mine is still battery operated have you had it a long time or like have you had yeah like five years okay how long do you how often do you have to replace the batteries so often and I can't tell you how many times I've had to like tiptoe downstairs in the middle of the night and like (laughs) grab a battery from the remote control and it's just like such a nightmare I remember when I was at your house and you're trying to turn on the fireplace and you're like I forgot I took the batteries out for my vibrator (laughs) and I was like oh we just reached a new level of our friendship (laughs) oh my god that's so funny yeah so obviously we're both fans yeah, but like such a fan of rechargeable. Also, when I was Googling like which one to get, because I did a lot of research, mm-hmm. I found the one or like the brand that Alicia Silverstone endorses. And it's like an eco-friendly, like it came in like non-plastic packaging. It's like made of like eco-friendly silicone and like, what? I know, it's super intense. Do you remember the brand? Yeah, the brand is called Life, I think. And it was called like the Life Leaf because it was green and okay. looked like a leaf. Yeah. Anyway, I was like, wow, I'm so vegan with this. <laughs> that's incredible. So that's the first thing on our list. So toys. Getting a rechargeable vibrator is versus battery operated is just better. You're going to go through less batteries. It's just It'll likely than- last longer too. Yeah, exactly. So that is just kind of like a basic rule of thumb. Go with the rechargeable versus battery operated because not every place – recycled batteries and battery recycling can actually be kind of confusing so you're going to create trash if you don't know how to probably recycle batteries and most people don't because most it's pretty confusing and it's different in every country and state yeah um so that's a great one so what is it again say it one more time leaf life life leaf, life leaf or something i can like we can put a link <laughs> to the i don't know on our website is that a good idea? okay yeah um okay so that is great the other thing I looked up was there's a company no there's I don't know if it's company or a vibrator but it's called Gaia G-A-I-A I don't know if I'm saying that right but they built they created the world's first biodegradable and recyclable vibrator but it's battery operated so there's pros and cons. Okay. So it's like as long as it's like almost a hundred percent zero waste if you know how to recycle your batteries. But if you don't, then I feel like it's almost better off to go with a environmentally friendly rechargeable one like yours. So pros and cons. I did look up this vibrator on Amazon and I think it had a only three out of five stars. So that was kind of low. There's a bunch of like not great reviews, but on Urban Outfitters, they sell it. They, it had like over five or like maybe like 4.5 out of five stars. So, you know, hmm. take it with a grain of salt. Interesting. Yeah, like, I feel like the next time I, like, mine still works, even though it's so annoying. Like, I don't know if I would go with, like, like, the one you have, I feel like I'd be more apt to get that versus the biodegradable one. But then again, I know how to recycle batteries, so it's so tough. I don't know what I'm going to do. I also think, too, like, for people's lifestyles, like, if you like to travel and stuff, you might want a rechargeable versus, like, bringing batteries or, like, I don't know. Yeah, honestly, I feel like rechargeable, I would just go through that because I'm honestly just so annoyed of, like, running out of batteries all the time. Like, I've gone through every battery in the remote and and every remote in the house. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so that's good for just, like, little vibrators. Oh, Mm -hmm. actually, also, vibrators, you can get vibrators made out of glass and wood. Vibrators or dildos? Oh, I don't know. Both? (laughs) When you put batteries in a wooden vibrator, I guess so. But like, you can get them, and I, you can get them on Amazon. So if you're interested in I'm seeing what glass up. and wood vibrators look like, just go on Amazon. Okay, great. Okay, another thing I wanted to say um, in terms of toys, um, handcuffs. If you're a little adventurous, handcuffs are made of stainless steel. So those are, not only do they have little waste during production, but they can also be recycled if they break, or you can donate it if you're just, like, over that, like, toy. True. I feel like, yeah, I think you can get plastic ones, too. So people would probably have to splurge a little bit for the stainless steel kind. Honestly, I think I got, well, I have a pair from, like, when I was on my bachelorette, and they were, like, 
probably like less than five dollars oh okay yeah they're just like <laughs> really flint they're, they're whatever okay um okay so oh i wanted to talk about if you're what happens when you're done with sex toys and you don't have a biodegradable one so there's a company called love honey and they are a sex slash toy company and they started a recycling program so it's called the the program's called the rabbit and m nesty m nesty whatever rabbit yeah rabbit m m nesty i don't know how to say that so what you do is when you send your old toy in you get a credit towards your next purchase and um basically any rubber silicone plastic and electronic parts will be sent to recycling facilities that can prepare the various materials for reuse and some text toy recycling programs will even recycle your batteries if you leave them in or this one will so yeah so love honey send all your used or unwanted or broken toys to them um i'll leave a link and yeah they will um they'll recycle it for you that's crazy I know. I love that. I guess they started the program and they just like, it just completely blew up. Like people love it. And again, you get a credit towards your next online purchase. Right. Love that. So that's pretty cool. Um, then lastly, when it comes to toys, I feel like it's almost better just to buy local, like your local sex store versus right. online. It just seems right to support local for that. Like they have more knowledge of what you need. I feel like they have high quality items. Um, you go to a sex store that you love. Yeah. Venus MB. Yeah. Yeah. And you just like, do you find that, like, what's it like going in there? I just find, like, I feel like a lot of other sex stores, they seem like, like dingy and just, I don't know, mm. kind of sketch. You want to like, go, go to a quality one. Yeah. And so this one, it just like, they're all about like education and like being open and like being able to just ask questions and like feel like you're in a safe environment. And they also know a ton about eco-friendly stuff there. Like when I was talking to them about lube, they were like, these ones are made of like natural vegan ingredients and these ones are, you know, better for whatever. So yeah, I love them. Okay, good. Yeah. I love that idea. Um, okay. So that's moving on to lingerie. Wow. Liv, are you a lingerie person? What are your thoughts? I always wanted to be a lingerie person. Mm-hmm. And like, I do like it. I also am just like, uh, sometimes just like don't want to bother. But I like the idea of having like one nice set of lingerie that's like good quality and like that I really, really like instead of just going to Lacenza and buying like their cheap shit that's like not comfortable and, you know, fast fashion anyway. So yeah, yeah, I kind of know what you mean. Like I, I feel like I had like a couple pieces when I was young with my ex boyfriend just for like fun, but like I, yeah. they were so like looking back, they were so gross. It was like almost like black and pink, like you know yeah. that color combo. That's I just, like, hate so that color. Combo. <laughs> hate it. Hate it so fucking much. I can't even. That's so like all of that. Lacenza. Like when you just look yes. into that store, it's like yellow, fuchsia, black, and I'm like. <laughs> I can't I can't I can't I can't I <laughs> but um the only piece I have now is like this like sexy white lace piece that I got for my wedding but I haven't worn it Pretty. since because it's not that comfy like I just don't feel great it's just like there's a lot of like pieces to like yeah. kind of figure out but live I sent you a link the other day with the most beautiful lingerie ever I know obsessed did you want to like just buy it right then and there? I kind of almost did. I was like, shit. And I was like, <laughs> We're going it's like pandemic. hovering. There's more, yeah. There's more important <laughs> things to spend money on. I know because I feel like lingerie, I mean, everyone is so different, but like in my opinion, it's like, it should almost be lingerie that like, it should have more than one use just to like wear during sex. Sometimes it should be something yeah. that you wear when you really want to feel good, whether it's under your clothes or for your partner, like, not just this, like, you know, sailor suit type thing. Yeah, not like a costume. Right. Yeah. Or just, like, something with, like, so many frills that you cannot wear for <laughs> any other purpose. True. Uh, yeah, I so, like that. Yeah. So the lingerie that I did, like, research was there was two companies that really stood out. So the one I sent you was a company called Reformation. So I'm just going to kind of read their, like, like not like the description that I kind of put together. So. Yeah. It has super cute and boho style lingerie and panties and bras. 
Um, they, they are eco-friendly products and they have very eco-friendly practices. They use dead stock fabrics, which means that's leftover fabric um, from like, like they're not buying new, it's leftover from somewhere else. And they have a full woman management team. So just like all around a really, really great company. And again, that like really like, like um, simple boho lacy vibe is so beautiful. I can't. Yeah, I know. I'm just on the website now. I love it. Right. Oh. And again, it kind of like has that double kind of thing. Like, you know, and we're going to do a whole episode just on like, oh, I think we should do one on like panties, bras, underwear, like yes. that, like sports bras. Like I feel like undergarments, socks, all that in general has to be its own episode. Yeah. But um, yeah. So another company is Casa Bella. Um, this is a family run business based in Italy and they use natural dyes, all handcrafted by local artisans and have inclusive sizing and maternity wear. So again, it's like, really um local they don't use um like factories or anything like that and uh yeah it looked really really nice stuff so those are the two lingerie companies that I researched that I think have some really great eco-friendly options but when in doubt just be naked for your partner and that's the most zero waste that's so true (laughs) (laughs) the most zero waste possible just be naked just be really good. <laughs> there you go. Um, so yeah, I am super excited. I feel like as soon as I can, I'm 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 probably gonna go to Reformation at some point and get a couple things. So it is just like the most beautiful stuff. Okay, this is funny because there's a girl who I follow on Instagram who has really good style and she linked a pair of jeans that she was wearing in her story and it was from that site. And I remember seeing really? it and I forgot that that's what it was called, the one that you sent me the bra on. So yeah. So they must do more than just lingerie and and undergarments. Yeah. Anyways, so that is super cool. Okay, protection. I'm excited about this. But before I get into this, I have a story. Okay. (laughs) Okay, so have you ever, first of all, have you ever tried a condom that wasn't mainstream? No. Okay. I did once. I went to a um, to um, a health store because I didn't. I don't know. Anyways, it was like when I first went vegan, and I was like, I feel like these things test on animals, like Trojan or whatever. Like all these companies, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know what to do. So I went to a health food store, and I grabbed like the only one they had there. I don't know if it was all size fits all or if it was like whatever size it was. But we brought it home, and it was so small that Brock couldn't even get it on, and it was like squishing him. And he was like, I'm never using natural cotton again. These are bullshit. Like, what is this? And that was so. So it really steered us in the wrong direction. What was it made of? Wise. Like, I don't it, know. Okay. I don't know. All I know is that it was like, you know, the certified vegan. It was like all natural ingredients, but it was so tiny that I was like, we can't use these ever. Did that like so kind of make him feel good? Oh, probably. He still brings <laughs> it up today, till this day. So I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Um, okay. But so we haven't used anything like, we haven't tried another, like, natural option since, but I have done so much research, and the most sustainable condom is from a company called Sustain. They are FDA-approved. They are triple-tested. They, like, they, they have all this, like, the sizes. It is, like, good to go. So I'm just going to, like, read a little bit about it. So Love it. They aren't zero waste because no condoms are. Once you use a condom, it has to go in the trash. But the way it's manufactured can be a lot more sustainable leading up to, like, the time that it's it's made. So you're right. almost, like, thinking about the front end and how it kind of acts, just like, environmentally. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yep. Okay, so um, – yeah, so the production's more sustainable. They use fair trade rubber from a rubber tree plantation in India. There's no child labor. They have fair wages, fair wages, free education, and healthcare for the entire community that they source the rubber from. And and um, the packaging, like the packaging, can be like recycled. That's how. Oh, it's goop approved. Love that. <laughs> great so i'm actually the next time i need condoms i'm definitely going to go to sustain and i can let you guys know what i think because i'm really excited about this um trash for tossers talks a lot about this brand is it like a mainstream one that you can get at like drugstores and stuff do you know i don't um i don't know i don't i'm not sure okay 
But the company also has tampons, pads, liners, underwear, period, cups, and all that stuff. So it's like a pretty big company. But I'm going to bust buy it online. Yeah. You can buy online for sure. Super cute. So anyways, if you're looking for the most sustainable condom, Sustain is the one that came up in my research over and over and over again. Love it. Amazing. Amazing. Okay. Um, Birth control. Liv. Yeah. Are you on birth control? No. Me neither. When did you get off of it? I went off of it about four years ago. Yeah. I was on the pill. I was like on and off yeah. the pill since I was in like early high school. Um, yeah. Went on it for acne and then just like stayed on it and like switched to other ones as need be. And then yeah. when I kind of went vegan, I was like synthetic hormones like bleh, no. And I got all, <laughs> you know, I got all like weird about it. So I went off of it and then I started learning about the fertility awareness method. And then I yeah. just, I just do condoms now. Like I don't really. Yeah. yeah. Ditto. Um, okay. Well, we'll talk about both of those methods, but yeah. So um, obviously there's a, the most mainstream, I feel like there's two mainstream ways of birth control. now there's the IUD and then there's like the pill. So we all know about the pill again. Yeah. Like let's said synthetic hormones and you take, you know, a pill every day and it just stops you from, ovulating Um, ovulating. and then the IUD same kind of thing it's a lower dosage of hormones I think but then you like don't ovulate for like 10 like five to 10 years or whatever it is there's two kinds of IUDs actually there's the copper IUD which isn't hormonal it just like makes the pH of your vagina like and like sperm can't survive but then there is the one that is hormone got it yeah so in terms of, we're just gonna, we're not going to talk about really, you know, what we think you should do. But in terms of, you know, the environment, the pill has a bit more packaging. Obviously, I don't know how much of it is recyclable. Like, so you know, the pill will come in like a cardboard box. Then the pills come in that little like um, plasticky kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that thing is actually recyclable so there's just a lot more packaging involved in general whereas an IUD would definitely be your more sustainable option it's one thing it lasts for five to ten years the packaging it comes in is super minimal so in terms of that um it's definitely the better for the environment option but you have to do what's right for you know you if you don't have a kid and something that I heard I haven't fact checked it and obviously talked to your doctor but I heard that you can't use the diva cup or like a menstrual cup if you have an IUD Hmm. Interesting. So something to just keep in mind slash talk to your doctor about. Right. And if that's the case, we live highly recommends the period panties. Yeah. Or like reusable pads, whatever. But True, of course. I do love period panties. Um, okay. So I don't know much about this. I mean, the fertility awareness method. I mean, I do know about it. There was a book called Taking Charge of Your Fertility, which I read like, I'm pretty sure I read it like seven years ago. Yeah. But I like, you know more about this. So if you want to talk about that. Yeah, so the fertility awareness method is basically, so there's like three components to it, three. Okay, anyway, so you basically take your temperature every day, and then you kind of like, it takes quite a few months to like get to know your own body because everyone's temperatures will be different, but based on when your temperature fluctuates up and down, it kind of tells you when your body's ovulating. So that's one way of tracking your ovulation and your period. And then Mm -hmm. the second way is through cervical fluid. So your cervical fluid actually changes as long as you're not on hormonal birth control, obviously, because that regulates your hormones. But if you're not on anything, your cervical fluid changes throughout your cycle. So it'll be either like Oh my gosh, it's so cool. It's like when you're ovulating, it becomes really like sticky and elastic to like literally stick to the sperm so that it like can't get away. Whereas when you're not ovulating, it's just like really thin and slippery and it just like, it like can't really hold anything. It's so interesting. So interesting. Um, And then, oh, and then I think it's also the height of your cervix because that changes when you ovulate and when you don't. So it like moves down closer to your opening basically when you're ovulating so that there's like less space for the sperm to have to travel anyway so there's a whole book on it there's like a lot of stuff but basically you just kind of have to like learn your body and learn the different changes and you can start tracking it and even if you're not using it for birth control it just helped me get to know my body so much and like it's just so interesting and now I know exactly like when I'm ovulating each month just based on like how I feel cervical fluid all of that like it's crazy it's going to help you so much when you want to get pregnant too. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I know. 
that's I, I don't even think I'm gonna have to like you know how some people do the ovulation test like there's different like tests oh, you, yeah. you can like pee on it and stuff anyway but I don't even think I'm gonna have to do that because I just know myself so well yeah no I didn't have to use those either because I also had um I had an app on my phone called the period tracker app. Yeah. And so that tells you, so like, I just like say, okay, this is when I, my period was. And then you just like count back. Right. Or whatever. Or count forward, whatever. Um, Okay. That's awesome. And then for the fertility awareness method, there's also those, what are those things called? Like those, there's actual tools you can buy. Yeah. They're basically kind of like a thermometer. It's like a thermometer with like a computer inside that like tracks and like uses algorithms and stuff to like track your temperature so you like blow into it every morning slash like take your temperature and then it like right over time it like learns your cycle and it basically tells you like when you should use protection and when not I don't know if I necessarily trust that like even okay. when I was doing the fertility awareness method I still used condoms but I know there are people who just use those and they're like fine with that but I think you know it has to match your lifestyle basically like I think if you're young and you're having sex with a lot of different partners that's probably not going to be the best choice but again we're not telling you what's right for you but there definitely are some that are more suited to different lifestyles I would say right so the fertility awareness method is I guess like it's pretty zero waste you're just getting to know your body and you're it's like the most natural form of learning your birth control cycle without actually taking something yeah Hey, that's super interesting. Yeah. Um, cool, cool, cool. Okay, so um, I wanted to talk about lube for a second. So obviously, thank God Liv told me about this, but <laughs> if you aren't using condoms, like you say you're with a partner and you're you're on birth control or whatever it is, or maybe you're pregnant and you don't need anything, um, sustainably sourced coconut oil, whether it's in a glass or in, in bought in bulk, it's just a very sustainable, healthy lube. But again, you can't use that if you're using condoms because the oil, well, yeah, even it can break just down like, the latex. Exactly. So don't do that. But yeah, so if you're just, you know, D to V, nothing in between, <laughs> uh, coconut oil is lovely. And also, if you're, like, in a same-sex relationship and you're not worried about getting pregnant, coconut oil is just your go-to. Oh, that is a great, great, great point. I'm so glad you said that. That's so true. Yeah. Love that. Um, Yeah, I can. it's so hot, tough because, like, of course, we we want to be so inclusive, but I'm just talking about my personal experience. Yeah, yeah. I haven't um, been with with women. Um, When you went to Venus, they told you about a couple lube. But, like, there's a lot of, like, pretty good lubes out there um, that are sustainable and they have, you know, good ingredients. Um, that company I was just talking about, Sustain, they have one that's not made with, you know, silicone, parabens, petroleum. It's organic, pH complete, all that stuff. The packaging yeah. can be recycled. But you just have to, like, like, there's so many out there. Yeah. And the only thing is if you're using condoms, just look for a water-based lube and then just look for one that comes in a recyclable package. And exactly. Yeah. You can find them that are like pH balanced and vegan and all of that, like made with natural ingredients and stuff. So yeah, just read, read the package, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Like, cause honestly, lube from a grocery store is never going to be good for your vagina. Yeah. I just don't trust it because they have like fragrance and like sometimes dye and it's just like that can just mess with the ph of your vagina and there's already so many things that can go wrong down there like it's a humid moist environment like there's already so many problems that can arise so you just want to like be putting clean stuff down there as best you can i completely agree yeah um okay you guys those were the okay now the other things guys let's talk about shower sex (laughs) first of all shower sex sucks we were texting about this <laughs> but uh, the reason I wanted to talk about shower sex is just you know try to avoid it it's not great for water usage and you're in there forever because it's not good for anyone so and even live- though I said to use a water-based lube water is not a good lube the worst the worst, worst. Liv what are your thoughts on shower sex give it to me okay my thoughts are it's never as exciting as you think it's going to be as soon as you yeah. realize it's not working and you're just like cold because you're not in the water and so things cold. are like sticking and not sliding or gliding you're like fuck this we're getting out of the shower like I'm done yeah I just, I, it's it is I don't know why people love it I don't it's know so if they overrated. I think it's a novelty thing right I mean that's the thing we've all done it but like don't love it not I've never successfully done it 
I don't know if I have either. Like, we probably just moved to, like, something, like, doing oral or something. But, like, no, not a fan. And, like, if you're not the one in the water, it is so I know. Oh, my God, the worst. Yeah. Uh, And there's really not that many positions you can do. No. There's really only one. It's kind of dangerous, too. Like, (laughs) if you, like, fall. Yeah. We don't want you guys to get hurt and get a concussion. <laughs> okay, um, what oh, else? My, okay, no, my other thing actually isn't even the thing. I just wrote the most dear way sex is just you yourself and your hand if you can. So True. no toys, no lube, just use your hand. I I personally can't get off that way, but if you can, like do it. So zero waste. So zero naked waste. hand, like you're golden. <laughs> That's all Don't you need. Need, just need yourself true Look, you're in quarantine like if you're in quarantine and you're on your own like you should be masturbating every single day <laughs> i love it even <laughs> if you're n- even if you're not alone you know just whatever yeah yeah well anyways we could probably swap stories but to keep you know our partners <laughs> somewhat you know what i trying to say like their privacy yes privacy We'll um we'll save the stories for just each other, and then yeah. you guys go have your conversation with your girlfriends. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so those that is it, you people. This is like those are the most sustainable things I could find. Um, I'm so excited for you guys to try these things, and if you've already tried some of these things, please let us know so we yeah. can share the reviews because I really would have like like for the most part, Liv and I love to do our own research um, and try things out ourselves so we can really give you our honest opinions. This episode was a little bit more what I could find, but I really want to use some of these things and let you know in the future. And yeah, so if you've used them, please tell us. We can share share your story. And I love when there are episodes that inspire us. Right? I agree. Like I, I like when we're experts on things, but I also like when I come away from this feeling so inspired to try something new. Like I'm definitely going to order those sustain sustain yeah me too and I will leave as many I feel like there's a lot of links in here so just go to our website um every episode has its own page so I'll leave as many links as I absolutely can yay okay so um our game I thought for a game we could have some like sex discussion questions okay But the first one was, where is the craziest place you've had sex? Um, I haven't had sex in crazy places for the most part. I think just like outside in a backyard. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) But like nowhere like actually public. It was like night and anyway, moving on. That's that's fun. Um, Okay. I have quite a few crazy places to be honest. Oh my God. But I would say the craziest is um there's a bar in Halifax called the Toothy Moose mm-hmm. and um there's a band room where they keep all the equipment behind the DJ and uh, I, I went back there during the middle of our like we were out at the bar and we snuck into there that's wild yeah that was crazy wow where else I like uh Peggy's Cove outside on the rocks <laughs> was there people there was it off season it was a little bit off season and we like kind of like went a little bit like to the side of the rocks and just kind of like found like a little dip and then you know it was really beautiful like looking out to the ocean like Like, okay how did you maneuver that like what you couldn't like fully get naked so like what I think we just pulled our pants down Brock sat on a rock and I just sat on top of him okay (laughs) we looked out at the ocean Yeah, I I have a lot of crazy places, I'm not going to lie. This was, like, in our early days. Now we have a child, and it's, like... Yeah, you can't just, like, park your stroller and, like... No. (laughs) Okay, so this changes, I feel like, you and I are similar in the sense that we, like... um, we like kind of like we get into a routine we like the same thing over and over again so I feel like the last time we had this conversation we had an opinion but now I want to know what is your favorite sex position right now I like being on top now me too really it changed same that's you, like, so feel like you love being in control okay yes I don't know why but like two months ago maybe because I remember me talking too. to my other friend about this oh this is weird 
my god okay continue but like i don't know if it was like something about the moon but i was like fuck it i'm gonna do this just for me like i'm like don't care what he wants like gonna go at my own speed do whatever i want and it was so empowering and i was talking to my other friend katie about it and i was like saying how much i loved it and now i'm like want to do it every time love Oh, I, I do do it like that every time. I'm just like, because he'll, he'll be like, oh, let's switch up. I'm like, okay, fine. He's like, okay, we'll go back to what you want to do. Because, like, I love it. I'm, like, rocking it. Like, I've got all, like, my, like, you know, I feel like the trick to being on top is, like, switching it up a lot in terms of the pace and, like, kind of what you're doing. Instead of doing, like, the same thing over and over again, yeah. just, like, just keep switching it up. And it's, like, so good. And I feel like a lot of people don't like it because they feel self-conscious. But I just, like, mm. don't give a fuck. I feel like anyone would love that angle. And, like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Me neither. Oh, yeah. I, do. I think I was listening to an episode of the Girls Gotta Eat podcast. And how one of the girls – I think it was one of the co-hosts, Ashley, was saying that she just, like, loves not only being, like, told, like – like so many compliments like you're so hot like you're so sexy like I love all these things and like I was like I'm not gonna get that if I'm just like under him like dead (laughs) like I'm not gonna get that I get if I'm up there and I'm working it and he's like I'm just like tell me what you think it's like so empowering for me and he can just spit compliment after compliment after compliment I'm just like yes (laughs) like let's keep it going yeah, except not for too long. Um, which brings <laughs> us to number three, quickie versus the long game. Um, uh, it depends. Because sometimes if I'm, like, not super feeling it, like, I want to have sex, but I'm not, like, I have, like, mm-hmm. other stuff to do. Like, I want to, but of I'm, course. like, okay, I have a to-do list, which is, like, a lot of, of the time. I'm, like, okay, like, not going to take forever. But sometimes I, like, want to spend forever on foreplay and, like, oh. yeah. Okay. I know what you mean. Like, I guess for me, it's more like not really quickie versus long game, but just like, let's get to the point efficiently. Yeah. And like sometimes, okay. So when I'm ovulating, I'm like, I feel like just horny, like whatever, just like good to go. But then other times it takes longer. Like after I ovulate, my body's like, oh, we're not getting pregnant. Like I don't really care about sex anymore. And like, Mm -hmm. then it like takes longer to get there you know what I mean so I know what you mean yeah just knowing yourself I guess okay great um okay well I guess um we kind of already talked about that but like the most overrated place to have sex yeah the shower I was gonna say shower but also in a vehicle it's like the worst I've never the worst I haven't attempted oh Okay. Wow. Have you I hundreds of times I can't even count. Um, like when like <laughs> my high school boyfriend, like like that's true. Anyway. That's such a high school thing. Such a high school thing. Um. Okay. Yes. Oh, I just wanted to ask your thoughts on masturbation in general. Love. It's Love. actually interesting because okay, so we just watched we're watching Mad Men right now, and we got right. to the episode where. Sally the kid was at a sleepover and she like there was like this guy on TV who she like thought was cute or whatever and she started touching herself and then they like sent her home and like told her mom and like became this huge thing and then her mom like sends her to a psychotherapist and stuff because she thinks there's like something wrong with her because she's masturbating and it got me thinking about like I don't know just how uh, I mean back then obviously yeah like back then it like everything was just a no-no but I feel like now even like especially for women still it's like still shameful and like people don't like to talk about it is it maybe you're right I think in certain situations like I think a lot more people are open now and like with feminism and stuff like it's it's getting more acceptable but like it's always kind of been a thing that guys can talk about but girls don't just like talk about openly well, let's talk about it because if a guy can do it when he's, you know, 8, 9, 10, 12, whatever it is, girls can do it too, even if you're just starting with your hand. I'm not going to lie. When I didn't have a vibrator, I used an electric toothbrush. So, no, you didn't. Yes, I did. I thought it was a genius. I was like, oh, my God, why do people buy vibrators? Why don't they just buy toothbrushes? They're like so cheap at the fucking gro- or drugstore. But now I'm like, okay, yeah, no, that's stupid. But That's fucking hilarious but I don't I cannot think of a better way to get to know yourself like 
oh my god like even if you have a partner it's still so important just to take that time for yourself like there's times where I'm horny but I don't want to have sex there I just want to be with myself like yeah just because you're horny doesn't mean you have to like there's so many ways to like achieve whatever orgasm yeah. like I don't know just like it's so good yeah I agree I yeah, love that like, we can talk openly about this I do too and, like, you don't need these, like, massive, gross dildos. You just need, like, a little, like, clit stimulator. That's, like, the best thing you need. Yeah. I think. I know. I feel like some sex toys can be so elaborate, but, like, I mean, yeah. you can just go basic and it's all good. I agree. Okay, well, that was really fun. <laughs> did you like that game? I did like it. I hope people okay. aren't, like, oh, my God, what is this podcast? I know. <laughs> We should have, yeah, no, I really like that. Um, okay, so I have to read a review. Okay, love. Okay, but I'm not going to read the one that was four stars. <laughs> no, thanks. Okay, so yeah, so it was sent on April 7th by Babs. It says, in love with this podcast, five stars. I have been following Liv for years now and have purchased her cookbook and use it often. I discovered this podcast through her and have now purchased the Zero Waste ebook too. Oh, yay. Um, this podcast is so calming to listen to and is very entertaining. I find it so lovely to listen to during this lonely COVID-19 pandemic, especially as it feels like I'm hanging out with my friends. Katie and Liv inspire me to make small changes in my life that make a big impact on our environment. Thank you for making this. I get so excited every time I see a new podcast episode come out. Oh, so cute. That's so cute. Should we talk about how we were top 200? Yeah. Okay, do you want to talk about it? Yeah. Okay, so we have this like tracking service that we use to track like downloads and stuff. And we got an email today saying that we were in the top like 200 charts that they monitor, which is like all the Apple podcast charts and stuff. So we were in the top 200. Yeah, Spotify, sorry. Like kind of like all podcast platforms. And we were in the top 200 in a bunch of categories, like a bunch of random ones. Yeah. Yeah, like we were like 73 in like Hungary or something. I know. Like thank you guys so much for just listening and like. That's crazy. We're building such a wonderful community yeah I know and everyone making our bread makes me so happy like our bread is basically viral (laughs) I know I love it um okay so that is everything please continue to rate and review we still have to get to 100 this is crazy so please 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 rate and review or just rate just click those five stars seriously so easy I can't I can't tell you how easy it is. Like, yeah. take your finger, hit a five star, and you're done. Yeah. Um, and that's everything. Don't forget to, if you haven't purchased our ebook, to get it when we have a discount on April 22nd, so we can help a bunch of kids and families and stuff out. So, yeah, yay, yay. That's everything. So we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>